0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews. April 23rd, 1990. Congress passed the Hate Crimes Statistics Act. 28 U.S.C. 5. 34, which required the attorney general to collect data, quote, about crimes that manifest evidence of prejudice based on race, religion, sexual orientation or ethnicity, end quote. The attorney general delegated the responsibilities of developing the procedures for implementing, collecting and managing hate crime data to the director of the FBI, who in turn assigned the tasks to the Uniform Crime Reporting Program, better known as the UCR. Under the direction of the Attorney General and with the cooperation and assistance of many local and state law enforcement agencies, the UCR program created a hate crime data collection to comply with the congressional mandate. For more than two decades, thousands of city, county, college, and university, state, tribal, and federal law enforcement agencies have voluntarily submitted data to the UCR Hate Crime Statistics Program on crimes motivated by prejudice Based on race, gender, and gender identity, religion, disability, sexual orientations, or ethnicity. While facts and figures cannot convey the suffering experienced by victims of hate crimes, they demonstrate the dedication and commitment of the law enforcement community to recognize and document crimes that are prompted by hate Without the courage of the victims who come forward and the diligence of the agencies who contribute the data, law enforcement and government agencies, researchers, academics, and the public at large can gain awareness of the nature and frequency of this phenomena and further their plans to deal with it. Some phenomena. I mean, who knew that we needed special classes And a database to tell us that the things we do to each other are largely motivated by something other than love. When did we become this feeble as a species? That's my question to you today. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews show coming to you live from my dining room table Because we are still practicing some form of social distancing uh, between my producer and myself. And we are still in COVID-19 world here. Don't believe me? Go to visit a local Trader Joe's without a mask. You will run the risk (laughs) of becoming the victim of a hate crime. But in the state of Georgia, it wouldn't be categorized as a hate crime unless taken up by uh, a, a U.S., uh, a federal court. Uh, but here in the state of Georgia, we are now kicking the can down the road in response to the Ahmad Arbery case, which unless you're living under a rock, you are familiar that a 25-year-old black male was running down the road. I would argue he wasn't there jogging as much as he was running for his life from two completely maniacal uh, individuals, father and son, who decided to take the law into their own hands, and um, who were familiar. No one is telling you this as well. They were familiar with Mister. Arbery, the father of this dynamic duo, who stood in the bed in the back of, the bed of his son's truck, presumably his son's truck, with a shotgun, alongside his son. And uh, what appears to be a chase down the street to flank the young man in. Um, he was familiar with Mr. Arbery. He worked as an investigator for the DA's office. He was familiar with Mr. Arbery's criminal background. Who knows if he saw the young man's face on a video that shows that he was, in fact, trespassing on someone's property. Uh, that appeared to be under some form of construction certainly not a new build but no one else has mentioned that there was a truck in the driveway there's a car in the driveway while Mr. Arbery's you know perusing through the house who knows what was going through his head I don't know if he was out for a jog and guess what neither do you and neither does anyone else So, but what you can see in the video is a young man attempting to run along the side of the truck to get around. I'm here to tell you if there were two people pointing a shotgun at me, I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would charge them or just hit the ground or if I would just crap my pants and, you know, say a prayer and beg for mercy. I, I really have no idea. And again, neither do you. If I was unarmed and I'm, it's the middle of the day. And there are two cars chasing me. I know there are two because one was filming, who is a friend of this dynamic duo that now has my state leading the way in coming to the table of negotiations around the conversation of hate crimes legislation. This is something that Chuck Evstrasian, Representative Fstrasian here in the state of Georgia, uh has introduced in the past. And it is something that certainly the Black Caucus here in the state of Georgia is demanding at this point because, you know, this is what we do. It's the mob rule. Bear in mind, I'm using the term mob rule as a social construct because Republicans do it as well. Nobody gets a free pass on this show in case you haven't realized that because that's just who I am. If I don't give myself a free pass, why the hell would I give other people, one who are elected to do well by law abiding citizens, do well by us as taxpayers and citizens who have elected them to create laws that make sense, that do not infringe upon our constitutional rights. Now, There's pros and there's cons to hate crime legislation. Some of you are like, well, I thought we already had one. No, Georgia is one of four states that does not have a hate crime law. Because if there is, if there's suspicion that someone has, well, A, there's a, there's a, there's an assumption that if you've shot someone, you probably weren't operating with love in your heart. Now, I understand that there are different degrees of murder and manslaughter and crimes of passion. And and I'm not a lawyer. Don't even play one on the radio. But there I know very, very, thankfully, I know just enough to get my butt out of a ticket so that my insurance rates don't go through the roof again. But in terms of criminal activity, when it comes to violent crime, not my area of expertise, but I tell you what is ministering to people is about as close as you're ever going to come to understanding the very base nature of all of us. Do not tell me that you would never do something because you have no idea what you would do in any given situation, given a certain set of circumstances. One of my favorite movies and that of my late husband with my late father-in-law was Trading Places. Love that movie. Love that movie. And I love it. And my husband loved it because he was black. And clearly my father-in-law was black. um, And we would sit and laugh about just how ratchet um, the whole story was. And the fact that Eddie Murphy ends up on top with Dan Aykroyd is just, (laughs) it's awesome. And they underestimated a brother and his street smarts (laughs) and his ability to rise above the foam and the fray and the little crappy, you know, crumbs that life gave him because he was innately a smart person. I mean, you don't sit outside on a skateboard and pretend like your legs have been cut off as an amputee, um, successfully begging for food and not know how to hustle people. And at the end of the day, end up with lots of coinage in your bag. Uh, unless you are a businessman, unless you are crafty, unless you already have innate skills. And that's exactly what he had. And when he was, uh, duped, when Dan when Dan Aykroyd was duped and he was put into a position of complete poverty, the entire system was against him. His quote, white privilege was decimated. If <laughs> you had a series of events, it's hilarious. And if you love Jodie, uh not Jodie Foster, what's her name? She was in all the Halloween movies. Um, yes, her. If you uh if you know, if if you Yeah, she's good. She plays a hooker. Um it is I don't know why her name escapes me, but I can see her face—staunch liberal. But anyway, um, great movie, great story, right? The haves and the have-nots. People do things that they ne- they said they would never, 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 never do. As a minister, I can tell you, people do things that you will never know about. There are thoughts and feelings and sinful, nasty, delicious, lustful, grotesque, uh, deviant, uh, oh my gosh, grandiose, debase, you name it. We think it. We feel it. We do it. Some people carry out what has been birthed into them, massaged into them throughout life, generationally as well as spiritually, genetically. You don't think racism, thinking that you're better than or being afraid of another color or sexual orientation or belief system cannot be birthed into your genetic coding? Well, think again. It can. So when I hear that hate crime legislation is on the bill because there are a band of Republicans running scared Because Georgia looks like a bunch of backwater hillbillies, which we know we have them because every state does. That's just how it is. We're not any more hateful in the state of Georgia than any other state. I want to ask you something. Why on the FBI statistics, on their spreadsheets, why is black on black youth crime not counted as a hate crime? Why is that? Why does it have to be someone of a different persuasion? If I shoot you, chances are I don't like you or I'm defending my life. Right? But there's a strong chance that there's not love in my heart. Crime, either crime is crime or it's not. Yes, intentions matter. And yes, your law is prescribed according to said intentions, if you can get to the root of them. But when did we decide, when did our constitution decide that one class is more protected than another? Why is this okay? Why, my daughter said it brilliantly on Sunday on our show on 95.5 WSB radio. Sorry about the, the, the weed whacker outside. But again, social distancing. She said it brilliantly. She's like, Mom, race is a man is an American construct. I don't know if that's true, but her argument was, you know, where else do we categorize people on all of our applications, on our census, on our you know, we just need to know where do you fall? <laughs> what special money do you need allocated to, you know, your eye color or your particular tint of blonde dye? And prefer pink toenail polish as opposed to yellow or purple. Okay. There's an allocation for you as well. There's a line item for you too, because, you know, by all means, if, if your color isn't provided for, then, and someone refuses to paint it because maybe they're just out of color, then that could be construed as hate. See, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? I sound ridiculous right now, but this is how ridiculous some people can be. And I'm sorry, I personally am not okay with somebody's feelings dictating what my constitutional rights are as a law abiding tax paying citizen of this country citizen by birth of this country not okay with that and if you are I don't know that we're from the same planet so it bothers me Because there should be a very high burden, a very high threshold for someone to have to reach in order to string Facebook posts together, string a few Twitter. Do you know how many times I have been called a bigot, a fascist, a white supremacist, a white bitch, a white whore? I know, right? It's gross. Just you listening to this. I'm sure you're like, oh, my God, what did she just say? Yeah, well, imagine reading that or that I just happen to light black. Ha ha. And so that makes me, you know um white trash. I mean, I you can't win for losing in this whole thing. Trust me. Plenty of hate coming my way because I talk about racial issues because I believe there's only one race. And I believe that people are people and I call things out for exactly as they are. And that is not user-friendly in the world of a caste system whenever it comes to prosecuting criminal offenses. I have urged citizens of voters of the state of Georgia to contact your legislators, your Senate leaders, the governor's office, email, uh, call, show up on the Capitol stairs with a mask and a sign if you need to, whatever, contact news sources. But this is not the time for us to be jockeying for hate crime legislation. Uh, for a number of reasons. So let, let's let's continue reading. I, by the way, I'm at FBI.gov. And, and before I move on to that, you know, I, I want to point out a little bit of the hypocrisy around this, too. The very people calling for hate crime legislation, right? the very caucuses and in, in the in the kowtowing republicans who are now bowing to this whole mob driven fear narrative of wow well, we need hate crime legislation everyone else in the country has it except for us we look like a bunch of backwater hillbillies well how do we look whenever we don't have legislation that protects our children from molesters i'm, I'm sorry i can't hear you fellow republicans how do we look how do we look when our victims of the Boy Scout sexual molestation trials, or cases rather, who who have been included in this class action, you know, bankruptcy payout on behalf of the Boy Scouts of America because they were molested as kids and they're from here in the state of Georgia, but they can't get the same amount of money and remedy and help that other victims can throughout the country who have legislation that actually helps adult victims of childhood sexual abuse. Why is that? I'll tell you why, because we're the same kowtowing Republicans bowed to special interests, to the boy Scouts, to the Catholic church, to other molester friendly entities. They bowed. Why? Because they need to be reelected. How about our religious freedom legislation that nine point five out of ten people did not bother to read before they took to the airwaves to basically tell us that we're all going to hell in Georgia because we hate gays because we wanted a religious freedom act religious freedom restoration act yes I realize there's something on the federal books regarding that every uh, I want to say how many states were one uh, 38 states have this legislation and do not have um, the issues that the left's narrative said that we would for people of faith to be able to protect their first amendment right as it pertains to creating a a higher burden of proof on behalf of the state to interfere with how you practice with your faith but you never heard it explained to you that way no because a particular entity um, decided that it was going to be cost effective to take this under their belt and champion it as something that needed to be defeated called your first amendment. Right. Right. But we're creating special classes, just not for Christians, just not for heterosexuals, just not for white males, just not for whites in general, because apparently we are the privileged class. Remember it's all listen. Crime is crime. You should be tried according to the evidence put forth and according to rules of evidence and due process. I'm not really sure why it can't be that simple, but let's get back to the FBI uh, website with regard to, um, with regard to hate crime. Okay, here we go. The uses for hate crime data vary widely among the different sectors of society. The statistics may assist law enforcement agencies in addressing potentially problematic issues for their particular locales or provide lawmakers with justification for certain legislation. The data may supply the media with credible information or simply show hate crime victims that they are not alone. Analysis of these of these data can also aid researchers in determining trends in hate crimes whatever the use of the statistics may be <laughs> that's that's such a telling statement whatever the use of the statistics may be and let me tell you they got some nefarious uses for some of these statistics okay the goal of the hate crime statistics program is to enable these data users to create an awareness about hate crime and advance the study of this complex facet of crime. Have you heard of Cain and Abel? Have you heard of Cain and Abel? Do you know what it was that led Cain to slay uh, Abel? Do you know what that was? It was jealousy. Do you know what what uh, uh, the latest polling shows, there was a survey done and I want to say it's like HubStop. It's 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 some it's an app that actually performed this. And I talked about it a few months ago on my show, my Sunday show on the radio. And uh, I think Georgia ranks, like we're number the, we're like part of the top 10. We're like number six in the country for the most sinful cities. And do you know what our number one sin was? Jealousy. Jealousy. Why did Cain slay Abel? Was it because... He was a different shade of brown. I don't know. Was he just not quite as light as him? Was it because of his eye color? Could it have been his sexual persuasion? Do you remember the story? Well, I'll tell you. He was jealous because he perceived that his sacrifice wasn't quite as well received as his brother's because his sacrifice actually came from a different place in his heart and God knew that. So he got jealous and he killed his brother. Atlanta is number one for jealousy. When you talk about carjacking, when you talk about theft, when you talk about rape, when you talk about um, kidnapping, when you talk about murder, when you talk about theft in general, why are people stealing from other people? Why would you take a woman's sexuality? Why would you um target little old ladies walking out of a popular mall location walking back from uh, a trip to the drugstore I mean she happens to live in a, an affluent society and an affluent uh, neighborhood why why would you target her why would you target the affluent neighborhood to carjack them consistently? in, uh, the same gas station over and over and over again? Why would you target a group of college students, uh, with their backpacks and computers and cell phones coming out of Georgia state, um, out of classes, working hard, you know, hunkering down to actually, uh, give back, hopefully become an asset to society with a job and their ability to pay for their taxes and their student debt and, um, you know, and, and, and help us move the country along. Why, why would you choose to target someone like that? Is it because of the color of their skin? Is it because her hair is longer? Is it because her eyelashes are real? Is it because, you know, her skin or his skin's different from yours? It's just, is it because they got to go to college I mean, is that what's really going through someone's head? Is they're about to put a gun to the grandmother's head to ask for her pearls or rip a ring off of her finger after she's been stalked for miles on your motorcycle? I mean, seriously. These are the questions that, that we create databases and legislation and laws and mandates. And, and we think by you know adding years onto someone's already egregious offense, which I get it whenever it comes to criminal gang statutes, I'm all about it because that is a whole other level of animalistic behavior. And if you don't believe me, just look at some of the crime videos and footage of the just casualties, complete devastation, the brutality behind the offenses, the, the wake of injustice that's left in people's lives. And the very people that are calling for hate crime legislation in the state of Georgia are the very people who will sit down at the Capitol and fight our governor on every single point whenever it comes to criminal gang activity. They're the very people who will fight to let our, quote, teens out of jail on a point system. You do realize that your safety is constantly, constantly marginalized by politics. You do know that, right? So are your constitutional rights, by the way, as in my humble opinion, is exactly what happens with hate crime legislation. What is a hate crime? Well, according to the FBI, The FBI's UCR program defines hate crime as a committed criminal offense, which is motivated in whole or in part by the offenders bias biases against a race. By the way, remember, there's only one race, which is humans. If we could ever get that straight, boy, we could eradicate a lot against a race. They should say ethnicity or culture, religion, disability, sexual orientation, ethnicity. There it is. We could just do away with race, gender, Gender identity. Here's a note for FBI UCR program purposes. Even if the offender was mistaken in his or her perception that the victim was a member of the group, or he or she was acting against um, the if let me let me let me say that again. Even if the offender was mistaken in his or her perception that the victim was a member of the group, he or she was acting against. The offense is still a bias crime because the offender was motivated by bias against the group. Again, I submit to you, you should go clean out your Facebook and your Twitter feeds because some of you could absolutely end up before a judge on a hate crime uh, charge by virtue of hurt feelings and words if you that you've used and expletives and adjectives and verbs and all of those things, uh, things that you do realize. We live in a world that's up is down and down is up and good is evil and evil is good, right? You do realize that. Okay. Um, number two, what are the different biases that can motivate a hate crime in in UCR? Well, the FBI UCR program's hate crime data collection gathers data on the following biases. You ready? Race, ethnicity, ancestry. So we've got anti-American Indian or Alaska Natives, okay? Anti-Arabs, anti-Asians, anti-Black or African American, depends on what you want to say. Anti-Hispanic Or Latino, anti multiple races group, anti native Hawaiian or other specific islander, anti other race, ethnicity, ancestry, and at the very bottom of the list, there's anti white. (laughs) Okay, religion. Ready? Get out your pens. Anti Buddhist anti-Catholic, anti-Eastern Orthodox, Russian, Greek, or other, I'm Greek. Oh, good to see we made the list. Anti-Hindu, anti-Islamic, anti-Jehovah's Witness, anti-Jewish, anti-Mormon, anti-multiple religions or group, anti-other Christian, anti-other religion, anti-Protestant, anti-atheism, agnosticism, etc. They forgot the flying spaghetti monster. Damn it. Sexual orientation. Anti-bisexual, anti-gay, male, anti-heterosexual, anti-lesbian, anti-lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender, mixed group. Disability. Anti-mental disability, anti-physical disability, gender, anti-male, anti-female Gender identity, anti-transgender, anti-gender (sighs) non-conforming. Number three, what type of hate crime data does the FBI collect? The types of hate crimes reported to the FBI are broken down by specific categories. The aggregate hate crime data collected for each incident includes the following incidents and offenses by bias motivation. Includes crimes committed by and crimes directed against juveniles. Incidents may include one or more offense types. Victims. The types of victims collected for hate crime incidents include individuals, adults, and juveniles. Businesses, institutions, and society as a whole. Offenders. The number of offenders, adults, and juveniles, and when possible, the race and ethnicity of the offender or offenders when possible. Now, how does that work out exactly? Because if you've accused someone of a hate crime, you are I, I would imagine you're supposing that they're probably not a member of the same, quote, race or ethnicity or belief system or sexual persuasion. Because after all, that's the that 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 is the measure by which you are deciding to prosecute something according to a, spe- a special kind of hate okay location type one of 46 location types can be designated okay hate whatever hate crime by jurisdiction includes data about hate crimes by state and agency Are you ready? What types of incidents are collected in the FBI's UCR hate crime data set? Well, here we go. The FBI UCR program collects data about both single bias and multiple bias hate crimes. Because you can have like, like the Grinch, I hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. Okay. A single bias incident is an incident in which one or more offense types are motivated by the same bias. Okay, hoobly goobly goobly got a multiple bias incident and is an incident in which one or more offense types are motivated by two or more biases. Again, more goobly 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 got okay, number five, what type of offenses are collected as hate crimes, the FBI UCR programs accepts crime data from participating law enforcement agencies through the summary reporting system or through the national incident based reporting system. There's like a thousand and one, uh, uh, what are those called? Yeah. That SRS and NIBRSs and all that. Um, SRS collects details about hate crime associated with 13 offense types. Okay. <sighs> Crimes against persons, murder and non negligent manslaughter, rape, aggravated assault, simple assault, intimidation, human trafficking, commercial sex acts and human trafficking, involuntary servitude, pretty sure that's called slavery. Crimes against property, robbery, burglary, larceny, theft, motor vehicle theft, arson and destruction, damage, vandalism. Oh, we've got fondling, sex offenses, non forcible, crimes against property. Bribery, counterfeiting, forgery, embezzlement, extortion, blackmail, fraud offenses, larceny, theft offenses, and stolen property offenses, crimes against society, drug and narcotic offenses, gambling offenses, prostitution offenses, and weapon law violations. The top. What are the top three bias-motivated offense types most frequently reported in the UCR? The top three bias-motivated offenses reported in FBI UCR program's hate crime data set are destructive, damage, vandalism, that's all one, intimidation, and simple assault. So for all of you arguing that if we had a hate crimes bill here, if we had a hate crime law here in the state of Georgia, that somehow you would have done anything to mitigate the bias in these two neakum poops hearts is so outlandish that I'm not really sure how to respond to that other than what I've been reading to you and what I've said this entire podcast. Murder did not even make this list. Why is that? Approaching a young man, under the guise of citizen's arrest, which, by looking at the video, you know that was not the intended. As far as I'm concerned, that was not the intended. Mm, I'm not saying they they maliciously set out to murder him, but they set out to have a good old-fashioned talking to, whatever the hell that means down in those parts. And let me tell you something: if the Ahmad Arbery case is a hate crime what in the actual hell do you call shooting an unarmed mental health patient female white in the front seat of her car shooting her dead what is that would that fall under the hate crimes against the mentally incapacitated because handicapped folks mentally and physically are covered under the federal hate crimes act according to the FBI dot gov. So where's her justice? Why wasn't anyone championing a state hate crime bill when Caroline small was shot multiple times in the front seat of her car. And she was having a hard time getting through life. And she was unarmed, by the way. You know, as karma goes, one of the, and I don't really subscribe to karma because she really is a bitch. And I really do prefer to believe that there is a very merciful and compassionate God who understands why we all do what we do, why we all carry the biases that we do, why we all struggle with the sins that we individually and collectively struggle with as human beings who have, you know, been uh, susceptible to our fallen nature, who consistently choose to walk after the flesh and not the spirit. I just have to wonder, you know, from his perspective, from God's, from our creator's perspective, like, when do we finally accept that sin really is sin. Yes, according to our legal system, we do have varying degrees to contend with whenever it comes to criminal activity and to criminal justice. But until we start engaging one another one on one in civil, unfettered dialogue, completely unhinged from the cart of of bad ideas of national sins of the past guilt of skin color of sexual orientation of fear outright fear of one another jealousy um suspicion narratives in the media and through our elected people our teachers people in academia people in the church oh God could write a book about that one in a front it is an assault on the human psyche of of an otherwise free nation to tell people that there's something more we should do to repair the breach of our human nature of the past and how that was expressed when are we going to be able to reach across to one another and understand that the Jews tried it first. What started out as 10 simple commandments (laughs) ended up with over 600 laws. And God still had to come down here in the form of mercy and love in fully man, fully God, fully sacrifice himself to redeem us from a depraved mind, a sick spirit, a hopeless heart, blind eyes and deaf ears. I implore you to not allow the state of Georgia to be used in this manner by nefarious forces who have nothing. But a bottom line to contend with has nothing to do with unity, has nothing to do with accountability, it has nothing to do with justice. I implore you not to allow your Republican leaders to bow at the foot of this Jezebel, Baal, Malek spirit that says somehow some way you'll be able to just legislate the hell literally the hell out of people by adding just one more special layer of class under the guise of protection wake up america all right you can catch me on twitter monica on air talk Monty Matthews on Facebook, on the Facebooks with the face crooks. That's right. And on Instascam, on Instagram, I'm there too. No no, nudie pictures, but you will see more of my personal life on Instascam. Um, where else can you find me? I'm everywhere. I'm not godlike, but... <laughs> but I'm a mess so I love you guys I love you deeply I hope you know that and thank you again for your concern about my family I really appreciate you uh, your prayers I I see every one of your tweets I may not always have the time to respond but I do respond a lot so if I, if I don't or if I don't like something please know that my eyes have actually fallen across it and it has been counted as love to me and I don't forget you I, I see who responds and who keeps up with me and who reaches out to me and I do the same for you. Um and I do pray for you when I see your needs and your broken hearts and your uh desperation. Uh on an on an ending note, I will say wow, it looks like TikTok TikTok is occurring on a federal level. Um whew looks like this ball of twine with regard to the Obama administration we've now got President Trump tweeting uh you know Obamagate is worse (laughs) so I know many of you are salivating at the prospect of justice actually being served uh with regard to spying on a presidential campaign uh it's that's it's bad news folks it's bad news so I would just say you know I don't usually gloat Uh, When someone else is exposed, because I like to think of exposure as God's means to mercy, grace, compassion, and justice. And his justice looks quite different than ours sometimes. But I still believe that we should, um, there's a level of accountability that we're all called to. Don't believe me? Read Revelation. Okay, until tomorrow, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.